This Rhythm and News podcast is brought to you by the Port of Seattle. Hi, my name is Mian Rice, the Diversity and Contracting Director for the Port of Seattle. As a public agency, the Port of Seattle serves the community and our investments should benefit everyone who lives and works here. The Port is committed to equity, diversity, and inclusion and to leveling the playing field. That means continuing to open doors to contracting opportunities to all, especially women and minority-owned and disadvantaged businesses. How can you participate? List your business in Vendor Connect, a database of contractors. Attend PortGen workshops to learn how to do business with the port. Learn more about contracting opportunities at portseattle.org. For more information on operating a concessions at Seattle Tacoma International Airport, visit lease.ctacshops.com. Africa Town Community is set to open a new innovative innovation center with the hopes of creating a safe space for creative geniuses to thrive, strive, and bring valuable visions to life. And we're going to talk about this new center is Joaquin Garrett, President and CEO of Africa Town Community Land Trust. Good morning, Joaquin. Uh, good morning, Chris. How are you? I'm doing well. And yourself? Uh, pretty good, pretty good. You know, excited, exciting day and glad we could get a chance to connect and, and talk about it a little bit. Yes, sir. Uh, y. King, let's start off the conversation by you telling our listening audience a little bit about your organization, uh, the Africatown Community Land Trust. Sure, yes. Africatown Community Land Trust was uh, founded in uh, 2016 as a part of a larger uh, Africatown Community Development Initiative focused on um, uh, continuing the black presence in Seattle, uh, building a thriving black community, um, continuing the legacy. It's been 140 years this year um, of black people being in the Central District and in Seattle. Um, and uh, the Land Trust was formed with the specific goal of acquiring, developing, and stewarding land to empower and preserve uh, the black community here in the Central District in the greater Seattle area. Right. Now, and so uh, since that time, yeah. we've, we've, uh, we've uh, first project was the Liberty Bank building that we uh, partnered to develop, um, and we have about 600 units of affordable housing in our pipeline currently. Um, and uh, the William Grove Center is a, is a special project for us. So, Right. Let's talk about the William Grove Center uh, right now because uh, – this is something that has been years in the making, um, but let's you know bring our listening audience or the community up to date on on this project. You know, what is it? You know, where is it? And the purpose of this uh, new innovation center? Sure. Uh, well, the location is uh, 2030 Yesler. It's the former uh, fire station six, which has a rich legacy as the launching place for uh, our black firefighters to serve uh, in Seattle's fire department. Gave us uh, two fire chiefs and, you know, countless uh, uh, me black members of uh, Seattle fire department serving our community. Uh, that facility closed, I think it was 2011 to 2011 um, with the opening or the move, the relocation of that fire Station 6 to Martin Luther King and Jackson, which actually displaced the Century Motivation Program, the camp, uh, rope, rites of passage experience for young people. Um, so that was a bit of a loss to the community. 
Um, at that time in 2012, we wrote a proposal to uh, build on the work that we were doing at the Mojo Peace Center, working with young people um, around their creative interests and entrepreneurship and job skills that were connected to their creative interests. And we um, wrote a proposal to bring a make the fire station into an innovation uh, hub, which you know focuses on uh, uh, creative um, uh, for creatives, uh, technologists, uh, entrepreneurship, and, and community building. We know that the Central District community has a, a very rich legacy of Black innovators, uh, creators, and entrepreneurs. From you know William Gross himself being that founding pioneer back in 1882 when he bought 12 acres of land from Henry Yesler to the jazz legacy, uh, Quincy Jones, Ray Charles, Ernestine Anderson, Jimi Hendrix, entrepreneurs like D. Charlene Williams, artists like Zenobia Bailey, Ishmael Butler, um, and just many, many more, right? Many, many more people that are prominent as well known. So we're just building on that legacy, giving a new generation an opportunity, particularly in context of the innovation and creative economy sectors that have uh, grown and thrived in this region that we have really not uh, participated in equitably. And and for that reason, uh, we're finding uh, uh, the uh, cost of being in Seattle uh, prohibitive and, and exclusive to our community. Right. And let, let's talk a little bit about the namesake of the property. You briefly described them uh, a second ago, but let's talk about the role that William Gross played in the early days of Seattle's uh, black community. Sure. And I think it's even significant before he got here. You know, he was a Navy uh, officer who really became a statesman and working with the Underground Railroad, navigate, uh, negotiating uh, safe passage for blacks escaping uh, slavery into Panama and Canada, right? So he was someone who was uh, about making a way for others before he even came here. When he came, he became a successful uh, entrepreneur, hotelier, um, uh, and developer, you know, in downtown Seattle. Uh, he contributed to, you know, rebuilding the city after the Great Fire. And then in 1882, he bought 12 acres of land from uh, Henry Yesler. Um, uh, and from that land began to partition it off for other uh, black families to uh, settle uh, in the uh, in the central district, you know, which basically established the central district as a as a settling place and community for for for, for black people. So, uh, pretty significant, you know, history one of uh, making space, you know, for others, and we see that that work of Aftertown Community Land Trust as a whole. Uh, um, continues that legacy of acquiring land to make space for, you know, black people continue to live in the city, black businesses like Communion, Earl's, you know, Cafe of All and, and others to come to uh, stay, uh, to be in the community. Um, and William Grove Center specifically is about making space, you know, for the brilliance and the genius and the innovative and entrepreneurial um, talents of our community to be able to uh, grow and thrive and be a part of the larger um, regional um, economy in a more significant way, but also to just participate in the global economy in ways that are that are sustainable um, and allow us to thrive. 
Right. And let's talk a little bit about the, the programming for the building. What types of programs you have planned uh, to have available um, to the community or type of workspaces or whatever that looks like? You know, can you kind of talk about the, the building and, and how it's, you, your vision is for it to be utilized? Absolutely. Um, so, you know, over the past, you know, you know, eight to ten years uh, since this was initially, you know, this vision for the fire station six uh, to be repurposed at the innovation hub was uh, proposed. We've been piloting a lot of different, you know, um, and testing out a lot of different uh, programs and uh, opportunities and resources for our community to see what's a good fit. Um, one of those is Black Dot, which is a business development, co-working, and, and incubation space that initially started on 23rd and Union, uh, pending the redevelopment of the Midtown Center. And that grew out of the work with uh, Hack the City, bringing like startup events into the city, hackathons into the Central District, and wanting to have a kind of a test out what does it look like to have a long-term space for, again, our, our entrepreneurs and technologists that may be thinking of, you know, uh, <clears throat> launching the next big, you know, enterprise, Facebook, whatever it may be. And um, and so development uh, programming was uh, uh brought forth to to see what would make a good fit for the for the center a uh, long term and so business development resources uh, we have over you know I think 2,000 businesses in the database that receive you know various different services and resources through uh, black dot um, and then the stem and uh, our steam should we say um, science technology engineering art and uh, math uh, programming um, that allows the young people to really develop the skills uh, for the jobs of the future. We know uh, 40% of jobs are projected to be replaced by automation, African-American men being the highest impacted group. And so just providing opportunities for um, learning uh, coding, uh, building in the metaverse with, uh, you know, virtual reality, augmented reality, extended reality, um, those uh, uh, opportunities to work with 3D printing and um, and just tools of uh, production, right, to not just be able to imagine something, but to also be able to design it and then produce it in the form of a prototype or um, whatever that may be to then look at how can this be uh, monetized and um, brought to market as a type of program. And we also have creative uh, economy pipelines, um, which is initially focused on uh, commercial film and video. Many people may know that Seattle or Washington State is not uh, prominent for feature filmmaking, prominent in uh, commercial film and video with many of the large corporations that are here. And so that provides, you know, opportunities for those that are interested in, you know, again, film, video, but it also represents uh, music integrations, you know, production, um, uh, careers and you know just yesterday we had people out that you know for the for the for the soft opening with stakeholders in that particular industry and we have production companies just saying their you know their jobs are starting at 30, 30 to forty five dollars an hour right and these are a lot of jobs in this area that you know could benefit you know various members of our community so that's you know a summary of the initial programming pathways business development entrepreneur support. Um, tech innovation, computer science, um, partnering with the University of Washington School of Computer Science, which is one of the top in the country, um, 
uh, and the creative pipeline where we currently have some internship partnerships with uh, all as well. Um, and then we're also providing opportunities for our even younger people to learn to use the cameras and equipment, you know, so that they can be on that pipeline. Right. And that's what my next question was, was like, you know, who is this center um, and the programming um, geared towards is young adults, kids, you know, technology innovators or some, you know, already established like community-based organizations or a combination of all that? Wow, that's a, that's a great question, and, and, and we really see it being a combination. We really see the center as not – it's not just about the programming that will happen in the center. We see the program being a place, again, for innovation and incubation of, you know, uh, not just activities but programming. But really it's about building and stewarding a, a black tech innovation and, 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 and business ecosystem, right? And so there's many um, – uh, uh, existing, you know, uh, programs and initiatives in both, whether it's youth development or, you know, supporting our entrepreneurs. Um, and we see it as really a space for, you know, uh, stewarding uh, lifelong opportunities in these spaces. Um, I think there will be, um, again, a lot of our uh, business development programming with uh, Black Dot has uh, engaged, you know, primarily adults, um, there are some youth entrepreneurship initiatives that are being developed, um, but it, it it spans from someone who just has an idea for a business. We've seen people come in with an idea and turn it into an enterprise and grow. People that have existing businesses, we've supported those because we're looking at how do you, you know, 98% of black businesses are solopreneurs, you know, single, self-employed operators. And we know that we can put a big dent just by having those businesses be able to um, hire one or two people, right? And businesses that have three to five employees being able to, you know, double their workforce would make make a significant dent in um, black underemployment and unemployment. So um, just a range there, you know, we're, we're, we're uh, fortunate to have some support from uh, KeyBank who gave a three-year grant, $100,000 per year. Um, and then a two-year grant um, um, was awarded by Kaiser Permanente, um, $50,000 to support that uh, initial programming. Um, but again, focus on the ecosystem. We're working with the schools in the area from, you know, early childhood development centers like A for Apple, which just opened their second location on uh, uh, 23rd and Jackson, to the elementary schools in the area, um, first place, um, the middle schools, Washington, and Meany, and then up to Garfield, so that when you walk into a computer science, AP computer science, you can see our young people's geniuses represented there, just like we see them, you know, on the basketball court or the football court. Right. Football court, oh. sorry. No, that's good. Uh, White King, uh, we talked, you talked about earlier today that today is a big day. This is for our listening audience who's listening to, to on Friday. Um, there is a ribbon uh, cutting ceremony that will be uh, this morning. I believe it's at 9 o'clock. Um, you can correct me if I'm wrong. It might be later in the day. Um, but you have a ribbon-cutting ceremony today, which is Friday. For our listening audience uh, that's listening on Saturday, of course, uh, the ribbon-cutting ceremony was taken a day prior. But can you talk about uh, that ribbon-cutting ceremony and how, uh, you know, what this means to you and your um, your group uh, and actually getting to this day where you're actually, you know, cutting the ribbon and opening the building to the community? Uh, yes, this is a, it's actually been a, a welcoming and opening a week. We've uh, 
you know, starting on Monday, you know, there was a focus on, uh, again, our business development programming and stakeholders that are supporting our entrepreneurs, uh, various, you know, other organizations providing technical sort of resources for businesses. Uh, Wednesday, the uh, focus on our uh, computer science, STEM and tech programming that is happening. And just yesterday was uh, gathered uh, stakeholders from the creative e- economy, commercial, you know, film production, ad agencies. Um, and, and, and today is the culminating event. As you said, the ribbon cutting will take place today at the William Grove Center for uh, Cultural Innovation, the former fire station six on 23rd and Yester at 4 p.m. to 7 p.m. So um, just looking forward to, you know, community coming out. It has been a long road, long journey. And if it wasn't for, you know, community, um, uh, you know, the Black Community Impact Alliance, um, Moja Peace Center um, initiating it, you know, and and pushing it through um, to be able to be a part uh, of the Equitable Development Initiative of the City of Seattle, which provided... um, awarded a million dollars to support the uh, uh, renovations of the facility, you know. Um, so we're all of that being celebrated, the hard work of the team at Africa Community, Africatown Community Land Trust, our real estate team, our programming team, you know. So uh, the event team, um, just a lot of community members giving their input as well through our various um, community engagement meetings. Um, and, you know, I think some people didn't know if we would make it to this to this place because we know how often promises are made you know feasibility studies are done and then there's a study of the study and you know what we what what, what really is happening is that the community is being denied opportunity so we're excited to bring this building into service of our community again right we know as a fire station it served our community emergency response making sure we were okay um and we look that we, we we think that you know there's an emergency response needed to the state of inequality dealing with the economics in this city that continues to the disparities continue to grow and so we hope this can be um we look forward to this being a place of creating solutions innovation is all about problem solving and we know we have the the, the answers and the solution within our, our community, among our community, and those that want to join the support of the community. So we're excited wow. for today's uh, ribbon cutting. Wow. All right. Well, White King, I thank you for joining us on today's show. Also, just uh, wishing the best to you and your uh, staff at Africa Down Community Land Trust, and more importantly, uh, with the William Gross uh, Innovation uh, Center over there on 23rd and Yesler. Thank you.